0: Welcome to Aggressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Personal Development and Business Coach, and each week I will bring you an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating life full of energy and happiness. And this week I'm going to begin with a quote by Jim Rowe, who said, Everyone must choose one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And this leads me on to introduce my guest today, who is Natasha Evans, personal trainer and coach at BeFit. So I am really excited to welcome Natasha back on. She was on the podcast earlier in the year, and I absolutely love her perspective on life, business, health, and the mindset, and so much more. So I'm welcoming her back for what I hope will be an inspiring message for you all on this Monday. Enjoy. Uh, welcome back, Natasha. Uh, and a huge thank you for your time again. Um, now, I've wanted to get some more time with you because last time you we were on the podcast, we just kind of evolve and evolve in what we're talking about, and it's all amazing. So, uh, welcome back. Hi,
1: Natalie. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, really well. Thank you. Really well. So, you your, at the moment, what's what's going really well for you in your business? I remember asking someone this the other day, like, what's going really well? And they're like, oh, no one asked me that, really. We were defaulting to a negative. So, what's going well for you?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put me on the spot straight away. Um, what's going well? Um, so in, in business sense or me personally?
0: Yeah, your business, everything that's um, evolved since we spoke about last time, what's been your focus?
1: Yeah, the fact that we're going through a pandemic and I've retained my clients, I think that's a positive. <laughs> um, and the my clients have understood and I think many people have understood that there is an alternative way to exercise it doesn't have to be in the gym Um, and they have that confidence now that they can be um, either virtually uh, pt'd uh, via zoom or they can follow an online program and still get amazing results
0: yeah and I know we were speaking a bit before what is the program that you're currently sharing with your clients at the moment since like you just said that the kind of pandemic and having to train at home and a very different outlook on training and nutrition and I get that part actually about what you said about confidence because I definitely look back to April and think blind me. like I literally went feeling great at training to oh my god and I have a bit of knowledge about what I need to do and not need to do as well but I still felt that
1: Yeah, um, I mean, for my clients, I've been doing, to be honest, a lot of virtual Zoom PT. Uh, That's what they've liked because they were uh, my clients from the gym. And one of the positives, going back to your previous question, um, is that I actually left the gym when they reopened. Um, So that was a real big jump and step. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was the confidence that the clients had in me um, to be able to help them obviously continue towards their goals that uh, enable me to do that um but they are yeah virtual uh pt so i'm obviously correcting form which is really important yeah. and given them the accountability the variation and the fun in those workouts um obviously they're given uh, guidance on the nutrition as well but i'm looking to be launching a new program mm-hmm. Uh, very soon that's very much based around a different sort of ethos and message.
0: That's it, look, I'm instantly going to ask what is that message? Because it sounds <laughs> I mean knowing how you go about it and how into the mindset you are of everything as well, as a combination that the whole ripple effect of everything, nutrition, training, mindset. Tell me about this.
1: So it came to me uh the word sassy. Now, obviously, I'm a 47-year-old mum. And I've been on a journey of uh, sort of self-discovery and growth uh, in massive uh, levels since 45. Um, but I look back at my 30s of, of, of that, you know, obviously younger mum then. All my time was spent obviously looking after my, my younger family. They're a little bit older now, um, so I always put myself last. I think that's typical for for mums. That's what we do, you know. We're caregivers, we're chauffeurs, we're cooks, we're cleaners, we're working, you know, uh, juggling m- multiple uh, roles. And um, I think I got a little bit lost in my thirties, um, and I certainly didn't feel confident or or even probably very feminine it was all very functional my what I was doing and I certainly didn't give myself uh, much time and I think now because my children are older um, I've be out, been able to focus a little bit more on myself mm. and uh, set some goals for myself and challenges and I think it's that that I want to empower and inspire other mums you know they don't, I'm 47, but if they figure this out or, you know, they get some sort of inspiration from from me 10 years earlier, or well, they're, they're 10 years ahead of me. <laughs> um, and it's basically a programme um, called Sassy. So it's Sculpt a Stronger and Sexier You. Because I think we do want to still feel strong, and that's mentally strong, physically strong. We do need to be um. Yeah. It's important from, um, you know, a fitness perspective. It's not about bodybuilding, but it's actually about health and wellness, Um, but also to feel sassy, to feel sexy, (laughs) Um, you know, and not be pulled down the drudgery. But that means having, uh, you know, some time to devote to yourself to make that change. And I'd like to, as I say, empower others and show women that it is possible um, if they follow my program. Mm.
0: I think that it's really important and that word strong and I was thinking about it earlier when we were talking about I guess when I started and got into fitness I was very much about being skinny and like you said like a different version of what I've been before and I got hooked up on an ideal that I, I look at now and just probably think that that isn't actually healthy <laughs> it's fun it's not it's not me actually as well and I still like even I think doing this for six years, like loving my fitness, doing some shoots, I still come to this point where I'm like, I don't know what the ideal me is at some point. I still search, I just limbo still the massive scale of 10 kilograms at points. And I just think that why can't I not struggle still to find that happy medium in that's the idea of what I want to look like. Um, it's not extra skinny, it's strong skinny. And lean and healthy um, and it's yeah it's just I think we, we constantly go on a search for wanting to get to a point where you feel good enough or you feel this is it I don't know do we ever feel that it's really hard and again that must be really challenging for clients that come on is almost defining at the start what does good look like success look like to you
1: Yeah, I think the goal always moves. And the whole point is actually the journey in itself. It's what you learn about yourself uh, towards that goal, because invariably, when you get to that goal, you'll be on to another one. I mean, my um, I started out um, like yourself. It was very much about um, wanting to be slimmer. You know what 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 woman doesn't. That's what we've sort of had drilled into us. Um, And I was running um, and. I then set sort of goals there, obviously from a running perspective, what that taught me was a lot of resilience, uh, uh the, you know, the mindset that you needed, the discipline and the consistency, mm. but my body shape never changed the whole way through. Um, and then I literally turned it on its head this year and thought, right, okay, um, I'm going to do a shred. Uh, I've never done one before. Um, I want to get a six pack and that you can say that that's vain. Um, but it's, as I said, it's not necessarily the result that you're after. It's what it teaches you along the way. Um, like I, It was proving to me that I could actually do it because I was at the stage where, you know, I'd had the muffin top um, and I thought, well, this is how it is. You know, you hit that sort of age and the weight doesn't come off so easily. And oh, well, that's just that's the norm now. Um, and I wanted to buck that trend and not just buck that trend, see if I could actually change my body shape. Um, So I shredded and got a semblance of a six pack, um, which ultimately I looked very, very lean to the point of skinny, Um, although I did get bulked up for the (laughs) photo shoot. But I'm glad I did it because I have those those pictures. But that goal was ticked and it was like, right, okay, now I want another goal. And the other goal was about building muscle. And, and the point of that, like you, you've done that. Um, we understand that actually it's really important from um, a health perspective that we need to load our bones, that we need to, um, you know, improve our muscle mass, uh, which because obviously it, it, we lose it as we age um, over each decade. Um, and obviously, if you have got some weight that you need to lose as well, if you just lose the fat, And you haven't trained and done any muscle you know strength resistance training the skin's just going to hang on you and you're not going to look that great so it's actually having not a bodybuilder's body but but you know body tone sculpt that's the whole point it's to feel sexy to feel stronger Um, but also to reduce your risk of injury to you know help you as you get older and obviously I'm hurtling towards my 50s I'm going to do everything in my damnedest to try and um, you know build as much muscle as I can because typically I'm over the hill with that but you know (laughs) statistically obviously but um, yeah I just want to show that actually whilst obviously in your you're in your prime sort of in your 20s and 30s um after 30 obviously it's that much more difficult um but you can still do it the key to it is obviously massively down to your nutrition
0: yeah yeah and it's interesting i think sometimes it's a uh, people struggle because they 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 know the what but they just don't know the how and like you said that process part or we overthink we get overwhelmed we procrastinate we aren't confident and I'm, I'm coming from thinking of like a female perspective here when I started out that you know you are nervous um you know and although I was very confident but you because you don't know what to do and if it's going to work and so, you so in thinking you're like your heart is there otherwise you wouldn't commit to that journey you have to have that's your why isn't it going back to that but it's it's how do you break that that meant that mental mindset if you're not in the right place but you know you want something
1: different i think it it, it does depend how much you want it because when i initially started or, or thought i wanted it um i in, and also no it's not actually how much it is how much you want it but it's also finding a route or a way that works for you because yeah. there's there's multiple different ways and initially i was shown one way and i thought i can't do that and, and then I thought it was me and I was weak because I felt like I couldn't stick to that. But then I realized, actually, no, there's other ways. And that way didn't suit me. Yeah. Um, and I had to find a different way. And then when I found the way that suited me, then my along with my why that was strong enough, I could get the result.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think that's key as well. And even in the coaching work I do with clients. I'm not there to just take any client and all their money. Like If they're not resonating with me and I'm not with them, then I need to be honest about that um, because it's not gonna be a journey that they'll actually get the actions and achieve what they want to do. Um, and the same for myself. I remember doing one, the first time I did it, I, um, started, I worked with someone that was so intense and it was breaking me it was physically breaking me I was where I was training in the morning at half five I was doing a long day at work I was getting he wanted me to get 15,000 steps in a day to 20,000 I was then training in the evening as well because I did my cardio in the the morning and then I was training full as well and I was on a thousand about 1100 calories and I was broken and then because the point was my sleep was being compromised then and i was getting like five hours and and then he just got to he was like get over it crack on and I, i literally thought i don't know that i can anymore this isn't me like i don't you're because you're not listening to me you're not understanding or trying to even seeking to understand um where I'm at with this and I am trying but you're almost telling me that I'm not and and so I think like you just said sometimes finding uh, and then I swapped coaches really really late to a shoot I was I was four weeks out and he was like oh I'll take you but can you get me some any more time and then I was like oh that just means I've got to continue this for longer and I've done this was getting to like nine months of a, a gain and a prep and then a cut and I was I was like you said, I was tired, mm. but I really, 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 really wanted it. This is in 2018. And um and yeah, I swapped and got someone new and we worked for a little bit longer. And it wasn't the same struggle. And I just got a great result. And I think like you say, then you have to find the right person for you. And but know exactly, you know, know what you want as well with that. And then I think that discipline, mental part discipline, then comes into your hands as the client. In terms of how much you then commit to that part,
1: yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is the the discipline and the tough love sometimes where you know you just got to suck it up. But not a case of you know hitting your head against a brick wall. And it's finding that right balance and that sweet spot that's going to work for you. Because otherwise, you're just going to either not not enjoy the process um, and it's going to be purgatory. But it taught me, and obviously for what you've just said it obviously taught you as well that there is another way um you know different coaches different programs not you know it's not a one size fits all
0: yeah yeah and i think there's something massive in it about i used to be very short term gratification and want it straight away and um and again like i think that's why yo-yo because like the it's about creating habits and the lifestyle and i think being in it for the long haul in terms of this is the life i want opposed to seeing what I was seeing around me and, and that's where I know environment's such a key and I I had to swap gyms I went to and am back at a commercial gym I absolutely love and it's more of a health environment and it's not that intensity that the bodybuilding one was that served a purpose and the an experience I won't take away uh but I think that I got to a point where i had that awareness that actually this is a bit more destructive to me now it's not actually helping me and i need to switch it and change again and i think it's, it's interesting like any journey you go on and i was talking i was mentoring people the other week and saying that because like my clients not getting the actions i feel that i'm not a great coach because they aren't moving forward and i said to this um student i said You are potentially, though, that kind of, as you said, that vehicle or that moment in time that they won't feel that or they won't see that. But it is sowing that seed that actually in a year's time or five years, I don't know, maybe 20 years time, they hit that point and go, oh, my God, this is my realisation. This is a slight bulb moment. It's just dawned on me. But everything up until that moment has also served. It just doesn't feel it or they can't recognise it or they haven't had that awareness part.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all useful all along the way. Like you say, you may not be ready to take that. What's the, what's the saying? Something, you know, the teacher appears when the yeah. student is ready or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be ready, but it doesn't mean if you weren't ready at the time that you haven't got a recollection of what you've learned. As you say, it would just become, you know, uh, an answer to you now, and it it wasn't back then. But I just think it's it's yeah finding your way um, and feeling comfortable with it and feeling confident about it uh, because then you're you're more than likely going to succeed. But as you mentioned there, it's about Lifestyle. Um, And I came into this to be fit for life. So it's important that we do um, look after our body uh, because it's the only one we've got. Um, It shouldn't be purgatory. Um, It doesn't have to be purgatory. But, you know, I think even like we all know that we should eat less processed food. We all know we should drink less or not drink at all. And we all know we should eat, you know, whole foods. Um, I am plant based, obviously. Um, but it's still, you know, like it's that thing. God, yes, I did a shred. I did a bulk. I did exactly the same exercises Mm. for both. Yeah. And I got different results. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's like, again, another light bulb. moment. it's all down to nutrition, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) which is like, you know, I know it sounds so obvious, but it just sort of, I don't know, it sort of permeates to a deeper level. Like, oh my God, like, down to, to what I ate this time to get a different result.
0: Um, and earlier, you mentioned a bit about kind of, you know, obviously going up to your 30, still not knowing what you wanted to do, and then how it's dawned on you. And I guess that can be quite frustrating at points, especially when you're thinking that, like, my purpose and I know what I want to do in life, but I've just got to define it. And I think what I'm alluding to here is that kind of finding your ICA, and um, we say ideal client, or your, your niche. How has that process been for you when you
1: reflect back on where you've been with that as a journey? So I think I I think it's always been under my nose, firstly to to go into personal training. And secondly, my ICA is me. It's it's a younger version of myself, you know, the the mum that you know, was putting everyone else first that didn't have the best physique, didn't have the healthiest diet, wasn't feeling sexy, uh, wasn't feeling, you know, just feeling bloody tired, to be honest. Um, And dare I say, probably a bit frumpy um, and got into a rut. Um, And I just think I've always, you know, I, for me, this whole journey, like you can, there's there's more than one type of coach, and you you can be, you know, you you could be an exceptional coach uh, for football, say, and not ever have played the game, or you can be a phenomenal footballer and a coach. Now, I am the one that sort of leads by example. I want to, because I think it's authentic. Then I I understand. I will understand those clients because if they. Are, if my ICA is a version of me, then I I know the struggles that they've gone through. I know I can answer that because I've I've been there. I've trodden it. I've got the t-shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and who are the types of people that come in at the moment?
1: So I have had at the moment, obviously because I've had clients from the gym. I've got a, a, an array. So I've got male, female, young, and old. Mm-hmm. Um, but this program, I've understood you know, that I really want to serve, and that's I don't know if that sounds the right word, but um those mums, those that that version of me, I want to to, you know, put, take them on a journey wow. and guarantee them a result if they do my program of becoming or sculpting a stronger, sexier you. Um, and that is, you know, who, who doesn't want that? <laughs>
0: No, look, it sounds absolutely amazing it's, it's great to hear how you again like, in your perseverance your dedication and um i think also your patience i know sometimes you probably don't feel as though you're patient um, but it, you know it, it does pay off and i think that's a difference as well when building a business is this short-term gratification, people want everything yesterday or tomorrow, you know, and they want to get results and they don't want to just chip away at something and just let it flourish and build and and enjoy the process as well, even from a business perspective. And I think that that's definitely something that you've shown and, and that in itself, brings credibility in your character as a businesswoman and you know trust and I think that's really important when you're going on any journey with someone whether it's fitness or uh, business that you you trust the people that are ideally like you say yes coaches but also they become mentors too.
1: Yeah I mean there's as I said before um, and it was one of the key sounds, isn't it about being authentic and your heart being pure like having a genuine reason as to why you're doing it and I'd almost call it, say, like a mission that is my mission to be fit for life. And if I can, you know, change and, and you know, my, my journey isn't finished of, of of changing and evolving my body, both mentally and physically. It's only just beginning. Um, it's never too late, never too late to learn, never too late to train, all of those things. But if I can motivate empower inspire others and and then they you know get that magic or or see that they can change their body because you just sometimes think you can't and you do have to be incredibly patient um certainly for for building any muscle like a definition sculpting or body you know it's much easier uh, i'm not saying it's easy to lose fat but it's it's much easier in comparison okay. to building muscle
0: yeah. God, learn that really. I, I literally thought it'd be like, Oh, six months, it'd be completely different. And, you know, the, I get some females come up and ask, you know, what do you, what do you lift in deadlifts and all of this? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't mean to be rude, but it's really irrelevant because we're in completely different places. And I started, you know, training when I was like 26. So I didn't know anything about it then. I'd never, I'd just literally been on a treadmill. I said, but my body and how everything is and my outlook and my knowledge uh, that shapes what I do now is, is going to be completely different. And you won't even pick that up in six months. And I'm being just honest. I don't mean to, you know, I'm not putting you off, but start today, do it. And, and see, again, it's that part of where will you be in 10 years time type thing. And I was uh, reflecting on business last year or so and just thinking, like I was doing funnels and emails the other day and doing some stuff for Black Friday. And I was like, wow, I was like, I wasn't in this place a year ago. Like I I wanted to be, and but I hadn't even thought some of this through. And I thought, this is, again, just shows you how that if you have that self-belief no matter what, that you just keep chipping away day by day. And even if it's, you do one email a day, or you go and learn one thing and just put it, put action into it every single day, you will be in a different place. The same as starting a podcast that, We'd all love podcasts to be, you know, where we dream them to be and a number one and the guests that we can snap our fingers and they're on. But it just has to start somewhere. And, you know, now I get to a place where I've done it consistently every week since May. And actually, the real reason I do it is because it holds me accountable. That's one of the main reasons I do it because I think in that useful mindset that I have in doing this, I then take that strength and I then go and use it and employ it somewhere else because I know the difference it makes. And the fact that now I look back and think a lot of people just come through into my business through hearing my podcasts because I heard a voice. So, and they want to hear that for, as we know Everything you have to have that touch point of someone before they make a sale about seven times at least. So, all of that just builds and builds. And if you look back on where you are with any journey and what you want to do goal wise, it, it just is that part that you just started and you just then had that belief and went for it. And I think this it, it comes to a time when I'm thinking a lot about what are my goals for 2021 now. And I want to do that a lot earlier. I usually do it at the end of December, but and I condense it down. But I'm thinking, no, I need to be better than that this year. I really want to challenge some big things for next year and raise my game um no matter what happens in the world like that is still an on, onus on me and i was listening to um the lady Rhonda Rhonda burn i think her second name is oh, the her. secret yeah she was doing a podcast with lewis howes who i love he's my number one. Oh yeah yeah and it was on again on the law of attraction and mm-hmm. she said again kind of the quote was um what you resist persists and it's just. Mm-hmm me every single minute of the day the last few like I listened to it yesterday it just stuck with me I keep thinking about it and I was like wow I was like where I'm really bad at things at the moment it's because I I just I'm resisting it actually and therefore it's persistent mm. in my life it's showing up all the time and again the example is actually drawn upon the COVID that the more we focus on something like that then and our attention it's just you know more we resist something like that it just persists showing up So, again, like anything that you have to I think, then that goes perhaps to the mindset part, doesn't it? And the decisions that you make, I think, and how bold you are. So I really want to think about using December as that time to really reflect and get some, not loads of goals, but some really, you know, small amount, but really big, bold ones
1: that are really going to make some big changes for me. Well, the minute um, that you write um, those goals down, um, they are one step closer to to actualization yeah. and the brain doesn't know the difference between obviously real and fake um so it's if you're priming that body consists the brain consistently over time there's a couple of points that i'd make on that firstly uh, back to what you were saying about your podcast and 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 obviously that momentum and that consistency and discipline. Um, it's a bit like the iceberg picture when they say you see the tip and the success and then underneath is everything. Yeah. You know, people won't see all of that graft or they will because obviously there, there's a, 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 you know, obviously a years worth of podcast episodes behind you. But it's that it is the same, say, with the marathon training or my podcast. And I've been doing it since January. And yeah, I, I do it because it's a hobby I enjoy it but like you say, it's a touch point people get to understand a bit more about me hopefully I'm inspiring someone hopefully someone's taken some value from it um and it holds me accountable as well but it's it's one of those things that it will it, take time you just got to keep on putting one foot in front of the other um and the yeah about the the law of attraction yeah that's that's absolutely it is fascinating blows blows my mind but um Whilst I like, obviously, that book, I really enjoyed, um, I think it's The Source by Dr. Tara Sfor. Um, and what she, she is, she is a neuroscientist or brain. Uh, I read it in the summer and I, you know, I'd you i have to give the, the link or whatever on it. But what, what she sort of did was marry up that law of attraction. She spoke very much about it, but she spoke at it from an actual scientific standpoint. And then that resonated with me about the vision board and putting those things down and and, yeah. and how you can manifest your life. And you can use anything as an excuse. You've always got two choices. And to be honest, uh, COVID, I know, has been awful, obviously, for, for you know, many, many, many people. Um, but from me, my point, it's actually done me um, a massive favour. In enabling me to to leave the gym and remotely train my clients. So, but it's whether you choose to see something as an opportunity or an obstacle.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting. I was thinking there about. I saw Joe Wicks' story and again, it was kind of his his 10 years and he was just talking it through in literally four minutes. But it was just, again, that moment that people will see where he is now. They'll see that success and think, oh, it's all right. You know, you, you probably still gets comments. It's easy for you. It's all right for you. They don't see the commitment on the way. And, and of course, there's bits where, you know, there's stuff that's not in that quite as such, where I know I think his brother was very much into marketing and helped him and things. But generally again that that story but again that connection the story that he tells about his journey is the part that connects people and that they love and they admire and inspires people and empowers people to then go and do it themselves and
1: yeah that's i think is the word
0: yeah absolutely very tenacious absolutely. absolutely and there was part the um just yeah like the vision board as well very much something that I've done when I started coaching in 2015 it was the first year I did it because someone had said about what are your values and I was like oh I don't really you know I, I spoke very much more about kind of the social ideal of what you know like old oh, kindness and things like that and it's like you no know, what are your real real values and that's kind of then got me into that and looking at the vision board was a part of that what do I really want and and visualizing that, and I do. I've done one every single year. I will do one this year. I don't look at it every single day. I'm, I'm because someone else asking me about it the other day, and uh, I'm big on that because again, it's that part that is in my subconscious. That's what I love about the part of it that it's not we're rooting to, to me. I think it's absolutely key that we see stuff differently in our minds uh, and we remember it differently. It's still there. It's like the thoughts, isn't it? The unconscious thoughts and just see i remember seeing it and i remember going back and looking at some a couple of years ago and thinking and it made me laugh because i was like i had just put it on my vision board in january and then i'm looking at it like nine months later and i'm like oh my god i've done all of these things and i just i don't know how i've done and i've just done them i don't really i didn't go looking at it every week and think oh, i'm gonna go and do this and that there it's just happened in subconscious that i think it's like you say it'd be really interesting to read that the source uh because that' I'm really interested in that kind of neuroscience and the way our brains think and everything as well. Well, that's ultimately
1: what got me uh, reading um, the books. Um, I've I've read quite a few about sort of the the brain, and I I just find that neuroscience part um, where where spirituality oh, so spirituality meets obviously um, the science. Yeah. And um, I just think it's such a it just puts that resonance behind it. Um, And they're the things that got me into this. and, And I had to do a lot of work on my own mindset of that belief that you can um, and that's afforded me well over these last two years to, to, you know, have a dream to run a marathon, to, to actually have completing it and then doing another one, eight days later, you know, that if someone had told me that a few years back, I'd have laughed in their face. Um, <laughs> you know, that if, you know, at first, oh, you're going to have a podcast, I'd have gone, what are you talking about? And, and it's not until, I think we're always so hard on ourselves of we should be doing more, we should be better. Um. But we don't then look, you know, back and think, oh, my God, like you say, this time last year, where was I? You know, <laughs> um, look what I've achieved. Um, and I remember saying last year, 2020 was going to be my year. And I now sit here and say, well, that hasn't really happened. It hasn't been my year. I haven't, you know, and, and I'm doing that negative talk being hard on myself. And then I go, well, hold on a minute, hold on a minute here. <laughs> you, you left the gym, you, you're training clients online, you're creating a new program. You've got a podcast, like, you know, you've, you've shredded, you've done a photo shoot, you've, you've done a gain, a bulk, like tell me that that isn't your year. Like what, what are you after? <laughs>
0: Uh, absolutely with all of that then how do you how do you get that across for your clients do you find that your clients that come to you have that mindset as well or do you do you sometimes incorporate it into a program or is it not something you do
1: I think, as I say, uh, this new program—it's sort of I'm um, evolving. Um, and I think what it is is that we sometimes do what we think we should be doing um, and yeah. what what society says. And I've just finally plucking up the confidence to actually do what I want to do um, and create a program that's authentically me mm. to target people you know icas like myself uh 10 years ago circa um and that it hasn't got to have x or y it's the program that i create that i know will give results um if someone sticks to it 100 and the reason why i know that is because i've been doing the journey myself i know what works i know what doesn't work um it's as much in the mindset and that transition of how you will feel as an individual as you go now the clients that i have like obviously i've got varying ages um and both male and female but i'll give an example of one client and they've had like i've been training them since january and they've had a complete mindset change they'd say that themselves of that journey that transition um so i do like to think that i you know, and never listened to, obviously, some of my podcast episodes, but I think, you know, you want people that that understand, that resonate with you, like you, you know, um, that see that message, um, I, I am sort of big on that mindset, and the importance of that, and that you have to, it's like the garden, you have to tend to it, the brain is like the garden, you have to tend to it, the mindset every day, otherwise the weeds will grow, and it's it's reinforcing that and sometimes it's doing things that you don't like and being really disciplined because that's going to hold you in good stead for other things um but it just shows you how it will transpose into every other area of your um you know personal business life um so the things like the clients um his goals are changed you know and it's it's yeah, it's a, it's a lovely thing to, to see when you see that working and you see that transition. And that's ultimately you can't get a better feeling than that when you know that you've been a small part because ultimately at the end of the day, the client does all the hard work. <laughs> You're just supporting them and, and empowering them or and giving them because you are that funnel. Um of giving the right information at the right time, the support, the accountability, the motivation, but not throwing the kitchen sink at them.
0: (laughs) It's interesting what you say about um, kind of that, you know, like I know what I want to do now and this is what, you know, and, and doing that. And it's, I guess you take accountability and it's a bit of a risk in things, but I've definitely seen that as well that, you know, I always tend to have a coach I know I need a coach and I can't preach it but not do it myself but I've got to point this year where actually my current state at the moment is I don't have somebody that I'm working with directly as a coach because I've had so much I've worked through the last 18 months to two years that I just want to implement because mm-hmm. that's their pace for me I need my pace for me and I've had enough you know I've got to point of saying great I need to do this for me now and go at my pace and actually what I've noticed is that I felt that I was because I felt that I was plateauing, you see. So I said, I just need a bit of break to implement all this amazing stuff that I've got going on in my mind. I'm creative in my mind, but I'm not giving myself the space mm. to implement that. And that's the biggest thing. People keep starting things. They don't stop things. And I don't want to be that. I know that I need to do it on my journey and take my time. And I want something sustainable and that I am patient. And that's one of my strengths that I do believe. Again, that's one of my strengths. I need to stop and do that though. So, you know, I've definitely taken that moment. And and what I've noticed is that I guess a couple of months I look back and think, oh, I've kind of plateaued a bit. And then I've gone like, or I've got ideas on things that are going to take me that. Or I've started doing things daily that I wasn't doing two weeks ago, like two months ago. But like you said, when you look back and think, actually, I have done this and this and this. Um, And then that's when it starts to build and you get the trust. And I think there's a part of that's a key word there is. Well, I was working with a client earlier in the week and I got to a point point. I just said to them, I was like, you need to trust yourself more. Yeah. You do, you need to empower yourself and you need mm. to trust yourself more. Unfortunately, the downside of that sometimes is that if it goes, I say, if it goes tits up, you have to take accountability for that and you have to have, you know, you have to take the repercussions of the decisions that you've made and everything. But imagine if that risk pays off.
1: But like they say, failure is is feedback. And, and that's one of the things that I have learned. Um, and, and also like progression isn't always linear, you know, it isn't even in building muscle, you know, you can't always be going on an upward trend. But like you say, when you, it depends on that feedback of of what it is, whether you've gone down a wrong path and you need to adjust, whether you need to reflect or whether you just take the key learnings, but it's all information and you'll learn so much more through that than you will of of achieving the success. But I think for me, I've been in this business literally coming up to Christmas two years and I'm only just beginning to, you know, like at this point finding authentically, yeah. Not who I am, but in the business sense yeah. of who I want to serve and, and help.
0: Yeah. I've got some quick fire questions for you. So it's five of them, but I'd love to ask them if that's all right of you. Sure. Okay, go for it. Right. So we're going to go. So how do you measure success?
1: Oh, um, I would say success is being committed to yourself if you say you're going to do something staying committed um and yeah committing to yourself um, and that gives confidence and and that will give you success
0: okay what one thing can people do to live a happier life
1: uh, live in the present moment. I think one of the biggest things that we struggle with is that we either ruminate over what we did or didn't do or we worry about what we will or won't do and what we need to be is more present, as they say, It's a gift.
0: Yeah. And so what do you want to be known for?
1: Um, I think I came into this, as I say, to show people that you're never too old to learn. You're never too old to change your body. You're never too old to grow. It was something my nan always said, you never stop learning, that that you can be anything that you want. Um, and I just, you know, I'm very much on the mindset. So I always had hashtag mindsetpt. PT. And that's, that's been on, obviously, how you think about things, but also in exercise execution and and it sort of marries it up. But I just, yeah, for, for me to be uh, someone that that shows someone the way if they're lost, um, and and they find their own greatness, as I said, be fit for life.
0: Yeah. What's the book that's had the biggest impact on you?
1: Oh God, I've read so many. Um I've I've read, oh God, I've <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's so many. Um, hmm, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> Let me have a look down here. I've got so many of them. Oh, God. I, w- I would probably not say a book in particular, yeah. but th- the author... Um, or the doctor the the book that I first read uh, that sort of got me thinking that way in and it, everything's been a change since then was Dr Joe Dispenza.
0: I thought you'd say him yeah <laughs> 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 absolutely yeah um, I, I've, I've got one of his books um, and yeah it's, it's one of those that you've got to study it it's like it blows you away well it was
1: him and uh doctor or was it bruce d lipton so i read both of those at the same sort of time and that was when it was like oh my good god like you can change yourself you can change yeah. that mindset you can change that belief and and the science behind it so i didn't want woo woo although i don't get me wrong i i'm very much into the law of attraction and you know energies um mm. and believing in that we are all energy and you can manifest but I, I wanted to I wanted to understand the actual science behind it.
0: Yeah, really interesting. Final one, what one piece of advice would you give younger generations?
1: I think you tapped on it before. Um, very much it's the now generation that we are all living through. So I'll be saying learn to be patient. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's patience is a virtue, as they say.
0: Yeah, and I know Gary Vee talks a lot about patience, doesn't he? And just being there for the long game,
1: really. But um well, it's they say, don't they? It's a short-term uh, gratification, yeah. uh, pain, or long-term, long-term gain. Well, where does it go? Pain and gain, you know. Yeah.
0: Short-term pain for long term gain, isn't it?
1: That's it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But yeah, I mean yeah. delayed gratification and that again is, is building resilience. So yeah. people always want the the you know the good thing first, but really what you want to do, because you're going to have pain. You you need to, to switch it around.
0: Absolutely, 100 percent Look, Natasha, I value your time a lot. I value your perspective. Um so thank you so much for coming back on. Uh really appreciate it and your time. Where can people uh find you?
1: So I have my website, but firstly, thank you very much for inviting me again. It's always lovely to chat to you. I think we we have, we could speak for hours. Um, I think, you know, it could go spin off into anywhere because I know that obviously you have not rehearsed the questions, neither have I, but it just sort of happens. Um, but yeah, my website is uh, NBEfit.co.uk and my Instagram and Facebook nbefitpt
0: amazing and obviously
1: the planted mindset podcast
0: yeah absolutely yeah definitely check that out really good so thank you so much
1: thank you natalie
0: Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today and a huge thank you again to Natasha. I really appreciate and value your time. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast, I was told by somebody this week that it's one of my best. So thank you for that. Uh, And please let me know your thoughts. It was all around uncovering your purpose. So I highly recommend you check that out. And as usual, I'll make sure that's in the notes for you to click straight through. Please connect with me on all of my social media. I'm at Natalie Potts Coaching everywhere, apart from Living a Vibrant Life on my Facebook group if you'd like to join that. Uh, Lots of shares on there as well, so please get involved. Make sure you leave a review on this podcast, please, for lots of goodies and prizes. And yeah, I want you to let me know this week, uh, and I'm holding you accountable here by saying let me know, so reach out to me, what will be the best moment of your week? Whatever you do, have a great Monday and have a great week.